Hello and welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which me, Julian and my friend Tom watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it, and we don't yet know what each other thought. Uh, Tom, we've got intro music. We have. I can't hear it. Are you going to add that later? Yeah, I'm going to have to add it later, but it's, it's in the background. It was Sweet. made by um, my dear friend David. You probably know him as your other half. Mm, yes, I do. He very kindly made it for us, and uh, thank you very much, Dave. It's cool. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Can we play it um, again at the end? Yeah, maybe. It yeah, might I have think... faded out by now. If not, cool. it's still going. Um, well. So what did we watch this week, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we watched um, The Mummy Brackets 2017. Um, it is a film uh, starring Tom Cruise. Um, I'm not going to call it a remake, Um of the 1999 film The Mummy. I'm glad you haven't, because that might come up in a minute. Yeah, good. Um, and I think you're going to explain sort of where it sits and what it's trying to be in terms of film. So I will simply explain the plot uh, such as it is. Uh, Tom Cruise plays a soldier of fortune, I think, um, who's out marauding and fortuning in the Middle East. Uh, he digs up a mummy. She's been asleep since she went on a murderous rampage. Um, and she's really angry because uh, she's been woken up and we can all relate to that. Um, <laughs> she follows him back to London. She unleashes some CGI on him. People run around. Uh, that's kind of the it's kind of the gist. Um, just to point out that if you like what you hear, if you like our take on this film, uh, please subscribe on iTunes uh, or follow us on Twitter. We are at Three Things Podcast. That's uh, three with a number three. Um, and we had a little bit of a brush with fame, I think, <laughs> earlier this week um, when we <laughs> we appeared in the top forty briefly. of the of the Very subcategory, briefly. the yeah. subcategory TV and film podcasts uh, on iTunes. And I noticed we were a couple of spots above um, Monkey Tennis, which is an Alan Partridge uh, fan podcast, and they were kind enough to give us a shout-out uh, on their Twitter account. They've got some new ca- uh, new episodes coming on the 13th of September. Um, so they started it's, a couple of yeah, years ago. It's a very good podcast. It is. Thoroughly recommend um, that one. So, yeah, give those guys a listen. Um, I've got three facts. Mm. Um which you've danced around a little in the uh, in your intro, but I'll, I'll go through them. This is the first film in Universal's dark universe. Um, much like Marvel's um, cinematic universe and DC's universe, DCU. Probably hoping to be more like Marvel's, but yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, the MCU and the DCU. The DCU, yeah, and the MCU. This is their attempt to, to get on the money train. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one in the series is Bride of Frankenstein, I believe. Yeah, which is an, another remake, and they've got they've penciled in the Invisible Man. <clears throat> so it's basically bringing back all their sort of classic thirties. Yeah, it's all the classic era. monster, the monster movies. Um, the second fact is that it's a remake of the nineteen ninety nine version with Brendan Fraser. Brandon Fraser. Brendan Fraser. That's what I said. Yeah. And the 1932 version, the old black and white one. I've not seen either of them. Have you? Uh, yes, I have. I've seen. Guess which one I've seen. <laughs> Obviously, the old one. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's on the 1999 one on holiday in America on my own. 
I wasn't on holiday on my own, but there's I saw been, the film on my own. There's been sequels to those. There have. I was going to ask you if you had a favourite, but if you've not seen any no, of them... No, I've never seen then... a single minute of any of them. Um, okay, I can, okay. I know, I, I'm aware of them. Quick but summary? The, what, from For, you? Yeah. First Go one on. was first one was all right. Second one, The Mummy Returns, ends with some of the worst CGI ever, and I can't remember anything else about it. <laughs> uh, then there was a spin-off, The Scorpion King, with The Rock, um, which I was told to shut up. No, I was in the film. I was watching it in the cinema. I was enjoying it so much in a kind of like laughing at slash with it kind of way because mm-hmm. I was having a lot of fun with it. Um, somebody turned around to me at the end and said, "Have you ever seen a film before?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I remember enjoying that and then I bought it on DVD and I never watched it again and then there was a third one with Jet Li that I think it's safe to say nobody saw because I didn't see it yeah 1932 is 85 years ago okay long time ago Mm. Um, projected losses of around 95 million (laughs) dollars is that your third fact? yeah which Ah. could mean that this is the first and last film in the it, dark universe. It could. And they even went to the effort of making a logo at the start of the film. Unless yeah. this was going to be one of your likes. I considered it. Well, the where logo. The, <laughs> yeah, where the Universal logo spins around uh, and you see the back side of the Universal globe and it says Dark Universe. Yeah, um, and okay. it reminded me of the bit at the start of Waterworld where all the water rises up on the Universal logo and the stuff happens anyway i feel okay. like there's been too much preamble and it's been my fault yeah let's go straight into hmm. the, the likes and the dislikes do you want to go first yes mm-hmm. go okay so i'm going to start with a dislike mm-hmm. uh i think you can judge a film by how well it knows how to use tom cruise and there have <laughs> been some really good examples of this recently so tom cruise obviously one of the original kind of mega film star or not original but you know 80s mega film stars that we've grown up with and he went through a period he's one of the biggest if not the biggest so he went through a period where he was like untouchable Hollywood big film star um, and that was played very straight in stuff like Top Gun and Cocktail and all that kind of stuff and then later on starting perhaps with something like Magnolia um, but better with with Edge of Tomorrow I think people started to realise that you could use him in a different way uh, and make him a little bit um, smarmy uh, and play off the fact that he was a little bit too cheesy grin and Hollywoody and all of that kind of stuff. Um, mm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. This it's, film it's... has no idea what to do with Tom Cruise. He's <laughs> he's a dick. Like His character is a dick, as he was in Edge of Tomorrow. Um, yeah. But that made good use of that, that that. Brought that into the story. In the first ten minutes of this film, he forces his friend into a life-threatening situation by throwing away all of his water in the desert. Uh, <laughs> he kills a load of people. We're told they're insurgents, but he just kills them. He calls in an airstrike. He levels a building, nearly killing himself and his friend again. His mate calls in the airstrike. Oh, okay, fine. His mate's yeah. forced to though. Uh, then we meet a woman who we found out he seemingly probably slept with. Yeah. He uh, he then left her in the middle of the night, having stolen from her and without yeah. saying goodbye. <laughs> None of this is addressed. The guy's just a dick. Yeah. Uh, and then for the rest of the film, that's kind of just chucked aside. It's like somebody went, "Oh, we've got to write a interesting start to this film, so let's do that." Um, but the main thing I would say is this film turns Tom Cruise into a nobody. 
anybody could have played that leading role and it would have been no better or no worse for it and that is a really big waste of a lot of money <laughs> he is Tom Cruise is also one of my dislikes as well <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying I didn't like Tom Cruise I just I hated the way this film used him yeah anyway. and for the same reasons um, I've written it down it sounds a bit like a um, um, an essay title Tom Cruise is not believable as a lovable rogue discuss <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It's exactly that, right? Um, he He's 55 now. He's knocking on a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he still looks great, but he's 55. Um, the love interest, played by Annabelle Walker, she is 33. Mm. So that's a 22-year difference between the two of them. Yep. Um, and like you say, he's just being... He is just being a dick most, for most of the film. Um, and they bring in quite a strong female character... In this, mm. you know, the love interest, but obviously Tom Cruise has slept with her, hasn't he? He's yep. done a, he's, you know, had a one night stand with her, um, and it's just it doesn't sit very well at all with the rest of the film. No, not at all. Um, I, I wonder how much he actually interfered with the story. I mean, I've I've read stuff about. I I have two, and I only saw it saw a brief reference to it. Um, but yes, it did make it did leave me wondering whether that female character was stronger and a bit more independent, which she is at the beginning of the film. But it's almost as if he said, "Right, she can be in it, she can be strong, but I've got to have had sex with her, and, <laughs> and I have to have treated her like shit." <laughs> I can I can't really picture that meeting, but maybe that happened. <laughs> I can. <laughs> so yeah, um, a dislike. I mean, I'm a. I've said before, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, mm. but. Yeah, not massive. In this film, it um, just doesn't pull it off. The, some of the humour he does in it is, is it did make me laugh a few times. I, I, I didn't like, I didn't dislike this film as much as everyone else. I have to say, um, I, was, I mean, fourteen percent on what and Trump is it? Matters, which okay. suggests that it's a, you know a great big steaming turd. But mm. I, I, yeah, we'll come back to it. But yeah, I think we're getting didn't ahead of ourselves much. there. But okay, mm. that's interesting to know. You have seen Edge of Tomorrow, right? Yes, that's very good. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Film. Mm. Okay, whose turn is it now? Your turn, number two. Okay, dislike mm-hmm. um, the universe building, the dark universe building. Um, so it's <laughs> so obvious. A building. No, 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 oh, no, no, the no. Right. Yeah, the way it builds yeah, yeah. the dark universe. <laughs> it is so obvious that this wanted to be like they just looked at Iron Man and went, okay. Uh, recognizable brand name yeah let's start it off with that uh leading hollywood man who can carry it but um i don't know not a very good choice but leading hollywood man to to kind of carry it as as a standalone film and then we can build something else around it uh but iron man was great i remember coming out of iron man and i had no idea what they planned to do um and obviously no yeah i didn't kind of hindsight on this but like this film, it literally stops for twenty minutes in the in the middle of it, so that Russell Crowe can turn up as Doctor Jekyll, uh-huh. and then we can have a little bit where it also shows Mister Hyde. Um, and I don't know if I was tuning out a little bit, but it seemed to have no bearing on the plot. It was just there so that he could be there, yeah. Yeah. and for the whole time, for that whole time. Um, it's and it's kind of I guess the end of the second act I don't know something like that 
um, the mummy is just hanging around in chains doing nothing. Um, and it's just like the film totally forgets about the story it's actually telling uh, so that it can set set something else up. And I, yeah. um, it, I, yeah, it annoyed I've got me. It, I've got it as well. It's my number two. It's a dislike. I've just written plagiarism. It's a, <laughs> it's a complete rip-off of Marvel. It's, it's like yeah. as if they've just like got a, got a Marvel script and just crossed out words and put like change Nick Fury for Dr. Jekyll <laughs> crossed out sh- the shield and they've got prodigium I think it's called yeah and then you've got Iron Man Tom Cruise you know it's uh, it's such a corporate feel to it all yeah um, really lazy yeah the, the exposition as well awful and just uh, like have you seen American Werewolf in London mm, yeah a long time ago but it rips off that with his dead friend. Um, come, we'll come back to that. But so we, um, we might we might have to make a slight admission here. Or we do usually towards the end of these these you you say something that makes you sound like an old man, and I'm going to say that now. <laughs> I fell asleep a little bit in the middle of this. Really? Yeah, in that Russell Crowe bit. Um, so any <laughs> any suggestions that it didn't explain what was going on? <laughs> Maybe explain whether that fell asleep fell asleep but I was just <laughs> bored um, so yeah but I think the important thing is it just it doesn't work as a standalone film it doesn't leave you wanting more no, no well no it doesn't or um, those those sec- those sequences at least don't fit into it as a as a standalone film yeah okay mm. do you want to go for your number three it's a like Cool. It, it's a begrudging like because <laughs> I didn't I mean I didn't I, I got a snooze so that was nice I didn't hate watching it mm-hmm. um, so as a general thing it's a like a CGI shit show um, but for a PG-13 rated film I thought the core kind of enemies the little zombie skeleton things that come to life when the mummy's around were yeah. pretty freaky. Um, they were they were cool. They looked kind of stop motiony in places. Yeah, I thought that. Um, I thought they did that on purpose to make it look yeah. like the original. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, agreed. And um, I like the way that they like the the life got sucked out of them before they came back to life or what have you. But yeah. mainly, I liked like when they were getting getting fi- fighted. Force. <laughs> fighting, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Fighted. When they were, when Tom Cruise was fighting them, mm-hmm. um, like there were bits where he sort of punched one and his fists sort of stuck through their mouths, and he had to like shake the um, uh, uh, skull off the end of his hand and stuff like that. <laughs> and I just, I kind of enjoyed that. They had a fun kind of knockabout um, way to them, but they were also kind of, kind of creepy for a um, mm. for a young adult rated film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed that, but um, yeah, I I didn't think it was terrible. Um, I enjoyed those bits. I enjoyed another sequence earlier on that I think we'll probably take for the spoiler section. Um, yeah. So there were moments of fun in it, but I would in no way recommend that someone sees this film. Um, my third is also a like. I went for a like because I thought you would you would go through dislikes. <laughs> I could have easily have gone through dislikes, but I yeah. chucked it a like. Okay, um, it's quite a sympathy a like. But it's um, my like is is Russell Crowe's impression of Ray Winstone as Mister Hyde. Did you see this bit? You might have um, maybe. I sort of know what you're talking. About. 
he turns into evil Mr. Hyde. Um, yes. And he puts on this really odd accent. He's already an Aussie doing a dodgy accent. Um, mm. is, he, is he Aussie or Kiwi? Um, In real life? Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure which. No, I'm not. Um, but he's already, he's already someone doing a dodgy English accent. And then he yeah. chucks it chucks it one further and does a dodgy Cockney accent as well. <laughs> and I really liked him. I thought he was fun. And a lot, you know, he has a scrap with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, I like that bit. And I thought, where was he for the rest of the film? Uh, I assume that he'll get his own origin yeah, I, story at I, some point. I guess point. that's the idea. I mean, I'd, w- I'd watch I'd watch a Russell Crowe superhero movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. I'd watch, but... I'd watch that. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was kind of this. Uh, it was a scene stealer, I thought, his transformation to Mr. Hyde. Mm, he, yeah. He obviously was... had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Um... And I had a lot of fun watching it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We've gone... Four dislikes, two likes, right? Four, two, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm kind of which is a bit generous, I think, because it's <laughs> a bit of a stinker. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it's like you're rarely left scratching your head, going, "Oh my god, this is this is so bad." But it's just kind of inept. Yeah. Um. What it's trying to do, especially when it's got such a there's such an obvious template for it to ape. Yeah. It doesn't manage that. Cool. Let's pour a glass of spoilers. Mm. I should probably make it clear to listeners that Tom and I aren't in the same room when we record these. Mm. Um, I'm in Somerset, Tom's in London. Um, I think we mentioned it in our fondly remembered pilot. Maybe. Um, So this evening I'm drinking Mm. Johnny Walker Black. Oh, nice. A blended Scotch whiskey. Okay, I'm not. Um, I. What are you having? I'm drinking. Should we see what it sounds like, see if you can guess from the sound? Oh, it sounds oh, I'm drinking too much. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Jura? J-U-R-A. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. single malt Scotch whiskey. Uh-huh. Uh, it contains no other information about it that I can see on the label, other than I can see that it is made in Scotland. From yeah, Gerders. mine's made in Scotland. This is probably my favourite drink um, there in is. the world. Yeah, you could bury me with this if you wanted to. <laughs> I'd be quite happy with that. Um, I haven't drunk this in a while. This is this is a two thirds finished bottle. Um, I'm just going to give it a um, cut the chit chat and give it a swig. Yeah, I'll have a slurp and we'll go spoilers. So, yeah, I like this film for a lot of the wrong reasons, and I'll go into a few now. <laughs> um, I loved the bit where Tom Cruise is driving the ambulance away from the mummy. Right. Do you remember this bit? I do. I was awake. I was fully awake for that. (laughs) Yep. Um, So he's driving the ambulance away from angry mummy. Yep. And for some reason she's in his head. And for whatever reason he drives the ambulance back to where she is. Hmm. And he just carries on driving where the sensible thing to do would be for the woman who's in the passenger seat to drive because <laughs> she could actually get them away from the situation but no Tom Cruise has to continue to drive because he's not being driven around by a bloody woman <laughs> okay to, and it led me to think has Tom Cruise ever been driven by a woman in a film oh <laughs> and I thought about it and I couldn't think of a single example I even googled it nothing came up so what about what about night and day 
<laughs> Isn't and I know no one saw it. Doesn't he hang off the back of a motorbike that um, uh, Cameron Diaz is driving, or is it the other way round? Oh well, we'll have to look into that. But um, I thought we could throw it out to the listeners. So if you can think of a film where Tom Cruise has ever been driven around by a woman in a film, let us know on at Three Things Podcast. And there's some conditions. He has to be conscious and mm. he has to be aware that he's been driven by a woman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked that bit for the wrong okay. reasons, but yep. I did enjoy it. Okay, I mean, there's some good... So that was a good example of a scene that relied on dialogue to to expositionalise what was going on. There was like a, oh, she's in my head kind yeah. of thing that he had to say. Um, I just wanted to point out that it is quite late in the film. Um, but special branding points for any film with enough sort of bad dialogue exposition that you need to have one character say to another, thanks for bringing me back to life. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah. Um, no, no, his friend said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. right at the end. <laughs> He should have just stayed dead, that guy, because I liked him. Yeah, I liked him dead. Wouldn't it have been funny at the end if they were getting on the horses and he was still a dead zombie? Yep, totally. It would have been way so funnier, wouldn't it? The, which leads me to my next spoiler-related point I want to discuss. I was asleep, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. for a, a middle. Did I miss something? The ending didn't make any sense. No, that's my... I was going to... Who is Tom Cruise now? What is he the god of death? I don't know. But just to actually just jump back a little bit further... Mm. So, in the film, the mummy is constantly trying to catch and presumably do harm to Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. So, then they get together towards the end, uh-huh. and she beats him up for ages. Yeah. She's got, like, her crazy psycho knife, I think, at that point, but mm. she just beats him up rather than killing him. And then, to defuse the situation... He stabs himself, yeah, and wins. Did it, it explain? Did it trying to do the whole yeah, time? Did it explain yeah. that? Not really. No, and also doesn't seem to really explain that he's now become some sort of horrible death being. But yep. because he's Tom Cruise, he's able to keep that in check. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he can. The God of Death. Nah, no problem. I can, I can keep that on the down low and still manage yeah. to operate as a normal human, <laughs> despite the fact that I'm actually the god of death maybe it's because he possesses cruise control (laughs) (laughs) i liked that he managed to um he brought back his the 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 lady yeah annabelle walk annabelle Mm -hmm. wallace annabelle wallace i think oh she um side point she was terrible he brought her back to life by shouting at her (laughs) in the face (laughs) he's he scared her back to life (laughs) cool okay yeah okay um a couple of then so yes and you're right it doesn't it doesn't explain what the last shot means which if you if it's been a good film maybe you can get away with that like there's a sense of mystery or something but it was just a little bit um confused um there is a sandstorm in the film yeah which is cool and mummy mummy themed mm-hmm. um but it's made up of shattering glass of windows in london it doesn't hurt anyone no, yeah, there aren't any other people in this film other than them. Well, than. There were a couple of shots where like other people were running out of the building and yeah. there's just glass flying through the air and no one, no one gets hurt in any way, so that was stupid. Crossrail um, Cross gets a name check in this film. He does. <laughs> I like that. 
<laughs> yeah. In fact, David turned to me during that at that point and he went, ooh. Uh, and I agreed. Um, I, wrote, I wrote down Crossrail exclamation point as soon as I heard it. That's cool. Um, and then the final sort of spoilery bit, the plane crash, that was cool. Yeah. So there's a bit in it where they're flying in a plane and then a swarm of stuff. Swarm of what? Birds. Like bats. Birds or something, wasn't it? Swarm of bats. Crows. <laughs> yeah. Crashes into the front of the plane and it crashes. Uh, and there's a there's a good bit of um, zero gravity that apparently it took him two days to film yeah. doing that whole. That also seems comic like thing. a Tom Cruise thing. I'll, I'll make this film, but I want to have a go on one of those vomit comic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Tom. Um, but <laughs> then there's a really nice shot of that where he's kind of the camera's half in and half out of the plane door as it's spiraling towards the ground, and you can see Tom Cruise's face on the inside of the pla- inside of the plane, kind of going yeah. as it plummets towards the ground, and that was cool. Yeah, there's a lot Um, of screaming in this film, a lot of screaming, a lot of shouting. mm. Um, And I did like the line about the parachutes um, Mm. when she thanks him for saving her life. (laughs) I thought there was another. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best line in the film. I thought. Um, Um, Also, when they when they're fishing the coffin out of that hole, she's got the and there's like it's all chained down and and she Mm -hmm. says oh. These aren't. Well, these weren't designed to keep to keep her yeah. to keep her in to stop her getting out. It's a prison, yeah. And then oh, he snaps one rope and it hoists her out of there. He just shoots the cable, and then an elaborate system of pulleys and ropes raises the coffin. Yeah, I mean that was a really bad design. <laughs> it was. I mean, even that whole thing. So like they they're like um, they bomb the airstrike creates a hole in the ground, mm. and. I don't know what I've really got to say here, actually. It's just, it was a small hole. In fact, that's what I've got to say. There was a really small hole. And then they went down into it, they cut this, this massive cave. It just it just looked absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was a stupid, stupid film. Yeah, it was, it was a stupid film, but I didn't... I don't think it's worth 14% on no. tomatoes. I think it's a bit mean. What? Is there a Tom Cruise film that is worth 14%? Oh, I'm sure there is. Uh, I can never think of these things mm. at the spur of the moment. Um, Vanilla Sky? That's pretty bad. <laughs> How about the Stanley Kubrick one? Eyes Wide Shut? That's pretty bad. I think that's quite well regarded. I saw that in the cinema with my mum. <laughs> oh my God. So it's good to, go, <laughs> good, to, good to go to a film that was almost banned for an orgy. Yeah, you should not see Seen. that film with your mum. Um, hi mum and yeah um, I don't think Tom Cruise makes many bad films Night and Day was pretty pretty weak yeah, um, like <laughs> <laughs> okay alright so, so that's the mummy we'll um, scene two <clears throat> yeah mm. what are we going to watch next time mm, uh, it's out pretty soon right yeah Okay. Did you Whatever ever will we watch next? Where, no, I'm not going to do that. Where someone in the classroom would go shh, and then someone at the other end of the classroom <laughs> would go it. Yeah. Okay. So we do, should we do that here then? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Shh. No. So you've got to ask me what we're going to. Oh, well, what? What are we wait. going to? I'll say what are we going to ask next? Yeah. What are we going to watch next week? Shh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. What are we going to watch next week? Shh. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> 
okay. yeah it depends on the reviews I think doesn't it if if it gets panned then then we're more likely to go and see it because that'll be more fun to talk about true. yeah <laughs> um yeah cool. <clears throat> okay I'd like to say thank you thanks thanks for for tuning in everyone who's listening mm. um and thanks if you've left us a review on iTunes it's really mm. kind of you um yeah and we'll see you next time I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs>